right, before we get to our next guest, and if you are a parent, if you have if you have kids, you have someone who's waiting to play football or is about to play football or try to make that decision, you want to stay tuned for this interview coming up um, in just a few seconds. Uh, Mike Baum and I, we were talking during the break, and uh, this Guardians game is not going well at all. Uh, and I made a joke like, well, this Guardians team, they could go 80-82 and 82 to finish the regular season, win the division, and still do damage in the playoffs. Like baseball, you're right, there's so much parity. You just got to get in. Just get in, and anything can happen, Bone. Yeah, and like we've seen this team in previous seasons just get hot, right? And teams get hot at the right time, and they go on playoff runs, and it doesn't matter how much of an underdog you are. You get into the postseason, you have an opportunity. Yeah, you give, give yourself a chance, and that's really all you need is just to get in, just to get in. And uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs, that's that's a whole other thing. Like, you could, you could win 65, but the Boston Bruins won like 65 games and was bouncing the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. But in baseball, all you need to do is get in and you'll be set. But it is frustrating. You get the big win yesterday and today. Uh, it's a little bit different. Actually, very different today. But, hey, after today, you move on to Kansas City to close out in the All-Star uh, break. Let's go to the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. I'm excited about this. And there's a lot of great things happening uh, among with the Browns and also, like, the youth and everything going on, like future Future young men and women looking to play football. And joining us right now, the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Former Brown, former Eagle player, also former coach as well. He will be one of the alumni Browns coaches for the second annual Browns Alumni Youth Football Camp coming up on July 27. Anthony Griggs joins us live right now. Anthony Alfred back here with you. AG, what's going on? How you doing? I'm, How you doing, Delay? What's happening? I'm good. I appreciate having you on. And I know we talked off air, setting this whole thing up, and uh, you got a lot of good stuff coming up, which we'll get to. Also, AG 360 training, which we'll get to. I do want to start with the current Browns team. Uh, in your eyes, AG, what would make a successful 2023 Browns season? It's easy to say, you know, get to the playoffs get somewhere they never been, go further than they did last year. I just like to see consistency. It could be contenders. I see them. You know what I really like to see them win the games when they're going in the fourth quarter and they should win this game. They should win this game. They have up by 14 points uh, or kick a field goal. Something where this, this game should be ours, not the last nail biter and somehow the, 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 I don't say the referees, but the play didn't go our way. Or we gave up two touchdowns, uh, comes down to a minute, they get a, a fluke, something goes wrong. I can't, we have like four or five of those. And then, um, but I, for this whole season, I just like to see us just play consistent. Uh, every team we play, uh, win or lose, we're playing hard. We're playing hard and we're, we're coming out of there uh, disappointed that we may have lost or disappointed that we didn't uh, play up to our ability. Um, and go into the season with that. Go into the training camp with that. I think these guys, I think the city, I think the coaches, I think the, uh, I think the, <laughs> I don't say it, I think the league will be surprised. I think the league, 
they may not be surprised because they know that we have pretty good teams. We just can't seem to win when we're supposed to win. So I want to just see us win those big games. Win, not even big games, just win, just this win AFC North. Let's just get that. Just the AFC. I mean, at least the starting point, <laughs> AFC North hasn't. It's crazy, crazy, uh, Anthony Griggs joining us. It's crazy, Anthony. It hasn't happened since 1989, not winning the <laughs> AFC North. But I, I, but this year, this year, and we're going to talk a little bit about this later in the show, you have Deshaun Watson, hopefully health-wise for a full 17-game schedule. You're in great shape. The, you have the offense that you need. You made defensive improvements. You have to imagine, starting with Deshaun Watson, we need to see the Watson that the Browns pay for. What's your expect- expectations for Deshaun Watson, what he needs to do this year? Exactly what you said. I, I know last year when he when he got there, you were like, uh, okay, is he a little rusty? Um, he, he should be stepping back in. He's had enough time to be ready for. But this year, you got seven. You got all these games, man. You got all these games, all this off season. Nothing that you have to go down to the courthouse for or anything like that. You've got to get this, get the show off the road. You are the the hinge pin. You are the guy the guy that's going to make it uh, work. And, and I'm expecting high, high expectations from him because not only for the money you're getting, not even that, but you came here wanting to be that guy and you came here expecting to be that guy and everybody is putting it on you to be a leader, to be a, a representative of professionalism to the young guys, to uh, come in here and lead them and do and make the throws, uh, make the plays. That's what it's going to take from him. He's got to do a couple things, and this is what I say to the quarterbacks that can do it, a couple things every game, and you look at it and go, wow, that, now that's, uh, that's an NFL quarterback right there. Nope, that, that was a great throw. That was a great pass. That was a great impro- improvisation. Wow, he did anything he could on that play to make it work. That's what I want to see. Does he need to be Anthony Grinch joining us, former Brown, former Eagle player, former coach? Uh, the do you need to see Deshaun Watson at a Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen? It's like one of the elite quarterbacks, or like does he need to just do enough to win football games? Where do you need to see Deshaun Watson as far as as far as among the top quarterbacks in the NFL? For right now, for right now, what he's doing, where he's at with the Browns, I just I'm not going to put him at elite up to those guys. Those guys have uh, been in playoffs. They've led their teams. They've shown some things. They did everything. They had to do it, and, and Mahomes, he's he, a couple Super Bowls and everything else. I just need to see him be what I call an NFL quarterback, be that NFL quarterback where what, what that is is basically you're in there, you're playing that position, and nobody can play that as good as you. Nobody else in the league, nobody else. And maybe the other 32 teams have a starting quarterback, but nobody else after that can be as good as you can by with this team. So I need you to step in there and not make the – the silly reads, the the rookie mistakes, you're, you're way past that, way past that now. I need you to go in there with an assurance. I don't want to see you slapping your head after inter- interception, slapping your thigh, slapping your hands, uh, arguing with referees, arguing with players. No, no, no. You go in there and just do your job, keep your cool, make the plays, and when things don't go right, you pull them together. Get on the sideline, get in people's faces, tell them we're going to be all right. That's how you got to be. You can't be sitting back just about yourself. It's no longer just about yourself. It's about the team. Now, I'm excited to have you on the show. Anthony Alfie here with you. Got 
uh, former Brown, former Eagle, Anthony Griggs, joining us here on the show. And the, one of the big reasons why we have you on, uh, yourself, along with Felix Wright and Reggie Langhorn, you guys are the Browns alumni coaches for the second annual Browns Alumni Youth Football Camp coming up on July 27th at the Cleveland Central Catholic High. Uh, tell us, tell everyone listening right now who may be driving around, may have kids who are thinking about playing football, who have played football uh, already, uh, talk to our audience about this football camp. This camp is uh, one, it, it's going to be football players up there running it, but we're going to go up there and really have some fun and get the kids to run, jump, catch, throw, get them uh, going through some drills and get them to understand what, uh, what it takes to be an athlete, just be an athlete out there running, out there really competing a little bit with yourself and what that feels like and be observed and be evaluated and, and coached a little bit through that. Um, that, that that's so crucial. And, we're not saying we're going to make you a pro player or a college player, or what have you. We're saying right now, I want to give you a taste of a little bit of this uh, camp that you, what you're going through is what the Browns do. This is what colleges do. And this is what you got to do. If you want to be good, you put the work in what you're doing right now is putting the work in. And we've had a great turnout and a great response. The parents love it. Uh, we, we come up there and we have different stations and they go through different drills at different stations, and they go with different coaches, different styles. And they, you know, and some of the kids you can see that they're they're not used to it. Some of these kids are young, and they haven't really been uh, maybe yelled at or been uh, encouraged um, by you know somebody behind them, somebody really watching them. And not everybody up there. It's not a, a comp- competitive like making teams. And somebody's going to win, somebody's going to lose. It's it's a fun thing, and we have. Uh, with Reggie and uh, Felix, we're going to be able to be up there and let them know and answer some questions for them. And we're going to really make them understand that there's a whole another side of you other than you just out here running around and doing all this. There's a side of you that it can be successful too. And that is to be polite, to, uh, you know, say thank you and then show these other good graciousness of, of humanity that goes into you being a good player. You may not think of it, but you got to get along with the teammate. You got teamwork. You got to do. You have uh, encourage each other. And that's a big thing we try to uh, get out there. Is you see somebody doing something, let's just let's rave it up. Let's get excited about it. Let's get excited. We everybody here get excited for each other. A lot of times you see kids nowadays they don't get excited. You know they don't get excited about uh, somebody else doing something. It's like they don't want to show any excitement for somebody else. And we. We want them to uh, do that. And at the same time, we want them to be excited about the Browns this season, want to be excited about what the Browns are doing. And what you're doing here at this camp on the 27th, you're doing a little bit of that. So it's all connected. So you're a little bit of doing that, a little excitement you bring, it helps in some way <laughs> to, to the Browns in some way because they're doing the same thing. And if they know you're doing it, then they can maybe push in themselves too. They see you're sacrificing out here. So it's going to be a fun time. There's going to be some food. There's going to be some uh, um, some uh, social media uh, posting, live streaming, and things like that that kids are all into now. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun time, and I'm excited and get a chance to see uh, Felix and, and Reggie again. It's always good. Oh, that, that, that's going to be fun. That'll be, that'll be one of the fun parts. Uh, I, I, I wonder, A.G., like for – because I've had this discussion. I'm not a, I am not a parent yet. 
but I've had this discussion uh, with my girlfriend, and there's been different discussions throughout. If there's a parent that's riding around right now, and they're on the fence about allowing their child to play football, and obviously things have changed um, over the last few years because of the pandemic, uh, what would you say to those parents who may be on the fence about, and, and the couples and parents who are having those conversations about whether or not their young kids should play football? I totally understand what they're what they're thinking about. Uh, my son has never played football. He's been a basketball guy, but I totally understand. I still coach young kids, and I'm, I'm having that discussion with some of the parents and kids that are young before they get to high school, we're talking, and before they really have to try out or go into playing um, their first year of playing. And there's other guys that have been out there that have had three or four years of experience playing football. If your son, or, if your son doesn't want to play football, dad or mom, and you're really trying to, you really want him to be out there playing football because other kids in the neighborhood are playing, or, you know, your brother, or your, your nephews are playing, or you're just trying to make your son play. Don't do that because you don't want somebody out there who does not want to play somebody who's just on the field. You can't be like in baseball, being right field and have your glove, you know, sitting on top of your head and just not paying attention. No. In football, you got to be paying attention because somebody's running after you and trying to hit you. So you're going to get hurt that way. The other part of it is, is getting in condition, uh, getting in shape, uh, putting the work in, uh, running, just running and getting fatigued, tired, uh, you know, just not wanting, not having a good time sometimes, just, that whole workout thing. And if a child is put through that a little bit, it's going to be evident that this may not be uh, what you want to do because what you're feeling now is going to be it. It's going to be what's going to be happening to you. And the coaches are going to want you to do it again and again. Now the parents are going to be uh, worried about them getting hurt or what have you. But I, I really try to guard them into if your son gets older, you know, he's about to go into high school and he's played football, then it's just a matter of him um, getting stronger. He's going through a, a period in his life where he's going to develop. He's going to get his muscles stronger. And if he's lifting weights and that aspect of it. And the, the things that right now in today's football, there's ways that they teach how to tackle, teach how to block. It's not the old school football of really just going at people's heads and doing clotheslining and doing crazy things like that. It's really uh, safer, taught safer, safer how to tackle, how to block, how to run with the ball, those kind of things. And, you know, some fans don't like it, some fans do, but I particularly like it because I want kids to, I want kids that want to play to play. I, I know a lot of kids that don't play for various reasons and then they regret it later. But at the same time, um, I understand why, but I want them to be reassured that. Football is a fun game. It's a great time. And the the work that you put into it is really going to transfer over in some of the other things you do in life. So moms, dads, I'm, I'm vouching for uh, what it is to play football at the level. If he's eight years old or six years old, he can come out there and he can run. There's football. There's a flag football leagues. There's um, other things that he can get involved and see uh, the aspects of how fast the game is and what have you, and and sometimes the football itself will weed, it, weed the people out as they get older and older anyway. Um, we just want you to play. There's other sports out there. I just want you to do something. So football yeah. 
it's something you want to do, then come on out. Yeah, definitely. We got Anthony Griggs with us here. We got a minute left as part of this uh, youth program, this uh, this this uh, uh, Browns alumni second annual Browns alumni youth football camp. You also have the AG three sixty training program. Uh, I, I focus in kind of tell us a little bit about that in particular. You have the mental health side of things as well. I'm sure today is very important. It's very mental. Uh, right now, it's uh, kind of uh, a, a term that people use, and they just throw it out there, the mental health, mental health. But really, the mental part of playing the game, a mental part of getting ready to play, the mental part of preparing yourself to know the knowledge part of it also is a part of mental mental health. But the feeling good and comfortable about yourself and you're playing it for the right reasons. Uh, you're going to have some plays you're not going to do well. Sometimes you're not going to feel well. Sometimes you're not going to uh, uh, be told you're doing well. You're going to be teased. You're going to be uh, made fun of. You're, uh, you're going to be competing. And when you get in that competitive situation, how do you respond? And if you have some tools mentally uh, and emotionally, then you can um, uh work with those situations a little bit better. It's just like lifting weights. You lift weights to get your body, your muscles, your tendons, your ligaments stronger. You get your uh, air and everything else. You get your body ready so you can go through a physical uh, encounter. And the same thing you do mentally. Prepare yourself uh, for what's going to come. Do some visualizations. You do some uh, stress-relieving uh, uh, activities. You do some things that get you through things, uh, some some adverse situations uh, and coaches they're different than they were when I was coming through. Uh, but I was, I was different. There's different ways that I handled certain the mental and the stresses and the emotions that come with it. It's not all hype. You're running around all hyped up and, you know, just ready to run through a wall and just be all uh, hyped and crazed. No, there's a mental side of everything. And it, it starts with your mental side because you have to um, sometimes just will yourself to do it. Um, motivation can get you started, but you have to will yourself to be dedicated and disciplined. Yeah. Discipline will get you through. Yeah, so, def- yeah, definitely. We got to wrap here. We Real quick before you do, how can people get more information about the second annual Browns Alumni Youth Football Camp coming up July 27th? Well, there's a couple ways. There's uh, one way they can always get back with, with you guys there as a fan and, and the things that you guys are doing is phenomenal. The community outreach, the things you guys are doing with uh, uh, Cleveland Browns in, in itself. I particularly like it when uh, people go on and go to AG360 training, uh, which deals with the physical, mental, and emotional training so you can perform at your optimal best, and it will have something on there about the camp. Um, call back to the station. Get back with me. Uh, go to my you can email me at AG, uh, AGNet, AGGNet, AGGNet at MSN.com. Go to any of the um, uh, social medias. Uh, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, um, Twitter, all that, and look me up. Um, hit me can, up. Can you repeat that email one more time? Agg.net. Agg.net. All right. All right. At msn.com. All right. We got to run. Uh, Anthony Griggs, appreciate you joining us. Uh, I appreciate you too. Okay, Double A. Look forward to it. I'm looking forward to living up to what I want the Browns to do this season. <laughs> Appreciate it. Anthony Griggs joined us. Adi North Homestead, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram. How I will react to that. Plus, um, on the youth side of things, are you starting to get back into the football side of things? We'll talk a little bit about that when we come back. Anthony Alpha here with you. Sports Radio, 92.3 The Fan.